Hey, what's going on, world? It's me again, Ethan Smith, with another Saturday Soulful Session of Expression Sessions, where we expressed ourselves to you, and hopefully you come through and express yourself too about some things that you know and some things that you don't know, and uh, we'll continue to flow. On my right is my life, my lovely wife, Miss Kiki. How you doing, love? Doing all right. How's your Saturday? Good. Yeah, what did you do today? Well... I did a little Uber Eats today. Okay. Did you eat or did you just Uber? Which one? I, I just Uber. Oh, I wish okay. I would have ate. <laughs> <laughs> around people's booty do smell pretty good. Yeah. Yes. Well, what else did you get into for yourself today? Well, that was pretty much it. I didn't really do a whole lot other than that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That what seems pretty interesting. Man, I mean, what didn't I have going on is a, is a better thing. Mm. Uh, I had some, well, not today exactly uh but the other day i had some work to do for school a webinar that i had to get on that went well um some stuff to take dad to the doctor that went well but you know and also just continuing to move forward and and overcome murphy as we usually have to do yeah. you know murphy law always seemed to come through but you do what you have to do and you continue to move on so you can get it on well what you need done for yourself right absolutely all right so anyhow rolling into this Saturday, we want to talk about and continue on with mindset. And we got a couple of things to help you move forward with your mindset. And if you've been tuning in for the last three weeks, you know, we've been talking about this mindset thing and how we can break down the old stereotypes of our mind and how you battle some of those things, how you rebuild you, what was programmed in you and what you can do about it. And that's what I want to talk about today. We gave you the basic but the basic plan that was given to us based on what Dr. Bruce Lipton said from zero to seven, our minds are programmed. You can go back three weeks now, watch the first show on mindset. Then we talked about the battle, the things that we go through. And then last week we talked about rebuilding you. And now that we've gave you steps and tools to rebuild you, it's about moving you forward so you can get to the best version of you. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you think about some things that you moved forward through to after you rebuilt yourself? Because I know last week we talked about you rebuilding in a divorce. You rebuilding from maybe leaving your mom's house. You rebuilding from a job and you begin to move forward. And what did that look like once you did begin to move forward and restructure things in your life? How did that feel? Um, it felt foreign because you're not used to moving forward mm -hmm. i guess in a certain way so it felt foreign at first but the more you do something then the easier it gets mm -hmm. and that's that's all restructuring is it's just to begin to organize your life differently it takes me back to um the day before yesterday i was on a coaching call and i was talking to a possible client about how to move forward and what to do and how to organize differently and understanding that you may not need to restructure your entire life, your entire day, but it might just be some small adjustments that'll help you do things in a better way. So when you begin to restructure your life, Maybe, just maybe, you don't hang around with the same friends. Maybe, just maybe, you don't go to the same, go to bed the same time at night. Maybe, just maybe, you take a small little step to get to a better version of you so you don't do it those things that the people on a diet do. 
What's that? No offense to the people that don't get on the diet, but you know, you get on a diet is something that this word I don't like to use. You try it, you try it out for a while and you don't see the results that you need to see or you think you need to see. They not happen quickly because you tried to or you attempted to restructure everything that you was used to. Like case in point, uh, you say the Atkins diet, and that's I'm dating myself. That's an old one. You think about the Atkins diet. You think about uh, the keto diet and all these other diet fads and trends that we've been on. So you restructure your entire life, your entire eating plan. You've been eating, what we at? Well, I was going to say McDonald's, but that's so common to us. You eating Chewies every day. If you in Austin, you know what Chewies is. It's good, too. Then you start to restructure and think you're just going to eat vegan all the time. You go in a snap kitchen, but your mind is like, yo, I, we need to baby step into this thing, if you know what I mean. And that's what happened with a lot of people on a diet. They don't have a team, which we'll talk about later in resources, but they don't have a team when they been, begin to restructure. So you throw everything out. And then it's like, okay, almost with no doubt, you might not move forward because most people are not built that way just to change their mindset in the first couple of days. Right. And that's what happened when we do that diet thing. We jump on it because the fad look nice and you see somebody looking lean and clean and you think that's going to work for you too. But you don't understand that they had to restructure their way into it and they had to take baby steps too. Absolutely. So that's what I mean when I say a diet. You have to do something a little differently. Maybe you don't eat three times a day. Maybe you eat twice a day. Maybe you change the times that you eat, period, during the day. So you start to restructure your life in small steps in that way until your life becomes restructured. That makes sense. You start to restructure your life by changing small things, organizing them differently until your life is restructured until something that means more to you, that helps you get through, that helps you see a better version of you. I talked about last week when I left my wife and I was separated from my wife and what my life was like living in the basement at my sister house. I had to restructure some things to get out of that house and not just my attitude, but also my eating attitude, the things that I went through. I remember waking up one day and saying, yo, I'm not gonna eat meat for a week. I'm not going to eat meat for a week. That was a small thing I had to organize differently. And I didn't just say, all right, I'm going cold turkey, no meat at all. I didn't eat any red meat, and I stayed with chicken and fish for maybe a day or two. And then I completely dropped that too, and it was just nothing but fruits and vegetables for me. And then that week turned into four months easily. So me restructuring and organize my life to have a better version of my life restructured my entire life. It got my health right, mentally, physically, spiritually, all because I took the time to do something that was so uh, original to me, so common to me, to organize it a little bit differently. I changed the times that I would eat. I changed the times that I would sleep. I changed the people that I would be around all so I can get back to this place that I am now or get to this place that I am now. So with that being said, do you think about any things that you had to restructure yourself to do, that you had to organize a little bit differently? Or maybe you can talk about some things that you had to, you can talk about how you had to organize differently when you go from being a two-parent household to where now you're doing it all alone. Because that's definitely a restructuring you have to do when you had somebody helping you, now it's all on you. Yes, definitely. 
um, I think you said something very important. When you're restructuring yourself, it's about baby steps. Mm. Um, and mm -hmm. also having a schedule. Mm, that's um, good. Because when you can schedule things out, it doesn't seem so... What I want to say overwhelming. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I need to get these things done, but I can prioritize them and I can schedule them out. And then it don't seem like, oh my goodness, I have all these things to get done. Mm -hmm. And so I was very big on prioritizing. What do I need to do today? What do I need to do this week? What can wait a month out or, you know, different things like that. And how can I schedule it that way? I'm maximizing my time and I don't feel like I'm just spinning my wheels. You mm, know? That's good. So when you're talking about a restructure, I think it's important to have these systems in place to help you to restructure so that you don't feel like you all over the place mm -hmm. and that you are making it. It's also a good tool to help you, um, I want to say to help. I don't know. Say it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to help you see where you are, how mm -hmm. you are improving your progress. That's right. What I wanted. Mm -hmm. It's also a good tool to help you um, gauge your progress because mm -hmm. if you have this structure in place, you can say a month from now, well, that structure worked or it didn't work. Mm -hmm. I need to tweak it. I need to add something. I need to take something away until you get it to where you're like mm -hmm. a well or a machine. Now it's it's. A part of you now and it's just what you do naturally but until then you know when you structure it in a way that you plan it as best you can because mm -hmm. we all know that life some things just happen that you just can't plan that is very true but as much as you can plan it plan it that way you're more apt to attain your goal of restructuring even if it is a, a diet, mm -hmm. I think if more people looked at it as um, a, lifestyle a lifestyle change, lifestyle change, yes, and mm -hmm. I, I don't have to throw away everything that I love, but do it in moderation. Yes, if I only have a certain portion of it, I can still have that thing, but I just won't eat it as often. Mm -hmm. Start there first, and then branch off to okay, where well, I'm gonna cut out meat or whatever, but. I think sometimes we go cold turkey and that don't always work. Mm, <laughs> like, mm, um, yeah, I'm throwing this away because I, I couldn't do the cold turkey thing. But if I, and again, when you back on my portions, then maybe that'll help. It will because again, it's simple. When you're restructuring, you're just organizing differently, and it goes back to what I said about the diet. People don't restructure their life. They just go cold turkey. You go from not working out at all to January 1st, setting your New Year's resolution, what you're going to do to be a better version of you, and probably less than 10% of us continue on that path. Like, if you sat down and you really broke it down and you did the math, and this happens every year, we talk about this. People flood the gym, they get new memberships, and they talk about what they're going to do and how they're going to restructure their life, but they never restructured their life so their life can be restructured and what do I mean by that if you used to getting up at 7 a.m. and you feel like okay I'm gonna get up at 7 and I got about an hour or two before I get ready to go to work and then you you start waking up at 6 30 and think okay I'm gonna go into the gym for an hour this just is what you're telling yourself but you don't write anything down you don't make a small change to do something differently maybe you need to start with 30 minutes instead of getting a gym membership maybe you need to do five push-ups at home maybe you need to walk around the block maybe you just need to organize your day differently 
differently. Maybe you need to dedicate something to yourself in that day where you at home before you just throw the baby out with the bath water, go spend all your money, you know, on the gym. And then you don't stay there long enough to even benefit. You didn't restructure. It's just like you said, you go cold turkey. And a lot of times when people go ter cold turkey, it doesn't really change them. It doesn't really change their mind because you just attempt to just, it's as if when, if you were to lose a limb, and I talked about the time when I was in Iraq and I've been blown up and flipped over and things like that. And fortunately I still have all my limbs intact, but they talk about the phantom limb, the ghost limb. When people lose a limb or something like that, they still feel a tingling sensation as it's there, mm -hmm. but they have to begin to restructure their life and organize differently how they do things. Just because you completely cut it off doesn't mean that the feeling is gone. Just because you say, I'm not eating McDonald's no more, and you've been eating McDonald's for 24 years or more, doesn't mean it's just going to go away. But if you say, I'm just eating McDonald's on Saturday, I'm just eating McDonald's on Friday, instead of every day, now you're starting to organize your life differently. Now you're starting to slowly restructure your life differently. And it's the same thing when it comes to the gym. Maybe you have to dedicate two or three days a week, and you dedicate a certain time, and then that does something to the mind it starts to reprogram your mind if you go back to the first week i talked about dr lipton saying we are all programmed from the ages of zero to seven in our subconscious mind and most people live out their life for the next 90 percent of their life living in their subconscious mind that was programmed from so long ago uh, a young age but if you take the opportunity, as he said, to either one, hypnotize yourself or be hypnotized, or you start to repeat the process. You start to do it differently. You start to wake up in the morning or before you go to bed at night, you start to write down your schedule, what you're going to do the next day. You start to see your life in a different way. You start to organize your life in a different way. That's when you start to restructure the things you do, and it also helps to restructure the things that you say. Mm. Because if you don't restructure the things that you say, then your life gonna end up the same anyway. So restructuring your life is just really organizing it differently. When you go into your room and you're like, okay, I'm finna re reorganize the furniture. Sometimes you move one piece at a time and you step back and you look at it, then you move it again, you're kinda uh, moving it around slowly, what looks right, what feels good. And it's the same thing in your life. If you've been used to doing something for so long, for example, the other day I took off my dog tags, right? I would wear my dog tags every day when I was in the military, of course. When I got out of the military, of course, I continued to wear my dog tags. I believe it put me in a mindset. It helped me see myself in a certain way, a soldier, ready, prepared for anything. But when I come home, I take my dog tags off. I'm still the same person, if you know what I mean. It doesn't define me, but the dog tags makes me see me differently. So if I want to restructure and get to a better version of civilian E and the world that I live in is not army, I need to take this, sim this symbol off that represent army for me. You need to take that symbol off that represents your eating style. You need to take that symbol off of your working out style. What do I mean by that symbol? Maybe you need to turn the TV off. Maybe you need to get up off the couch for a while because when you see that, you identify with your old mind state. Mm. You're not moving to a different 
platform. You're not moving to see a different light form because you haven't begun to just make a little shift in you to organize it differently, to put the couch over here instead of over there. It causes a jolt, a shock to your mind for you to slow down and pay attention this time because now you're doing it differently and that's how you begin to restructure. You restructure everything within, then your friends see that you start to restructure your life and then certain things they just don't bring to your life. But if you just go cold turkey and you say, yo, I stopped this, I ain't doing this no more. You say, when you quit doing that, E? Well, I stopped last night, for real? And then you go hang around your same friends that's doing everything and guess what? You doing the same thing because you didn't organize it differently. Maybe you stop hanging out with those friends on the weekend because you know that's when the turn up starts and it don't end till the weekend is over. Catch them on Monday or Tuesday when everybody's still tired from work and they just want to talk or they want to talk about their day. They ain't talking about drinking and they need a break and they need to relax. So you still get to be around the people you enjoy. You still get your McDonald's on the weekend, but you start to end before the weekend even begins. You start to end those old things that you need to do because you start to do something differently to begin to restructure you. Yeah. And that's what you have to, when you're dealing with your mindset, you have to begin to restructure the things that was set in your mind if you wanna live life in this time, in this time frame, for today, not for yesterday, not for what your parents had to say, not for what the, the country had to say. And as a matter of fact, since we on the topic of restructuring your mind and it's part of moving forward of the mindset, I'll talk about something that I, I didn't think I was gonna talk about yet. I didn't think I was gonna talk about it at all. Yesterday was the inauguration. Yeah. Talk about a mindset and moving forward. Talk about a restructuring that the country is going through, that the world is going through. But here's the thing. What are you going to do? Because it's been many presidents in our life and over our life, and some of them still didn't change you. Because you didn't restructure your mind. You didn't see things differently. You didn't tap into the new presidency or the old presidency to see a better version of you. So you just roll on doing the same thing that everybody else do. You celebrating Trump leaving. You celebrating Biden coming in. But you still talking about that with the same, no offense, loser friends. Mm -hmm. You still talking about that with the same loser mentality. You still talking about that waiting on somebody else to do something for you. If I sat back and I waiting for what Biden was going to do and Kamala Harris was going to do for the entire country, how does that truly restructure and move me forward? And I ain't saying it's all about me. It definitely is all about me in order for me to help we, us, and everybody. Because if you don't help you, how can I help you? So anyhow, we moving forward now. We got Biden in office, and they already talking about he's looking to do a new stimulus check. And for some people, they can't wait for that. But if you didn't had two stimulus checks and you didn't do nothing with that, what you gonna do with the next one? Some of y'all might have needed it to pay bills. Some of y'all might have used it to create more bills. Some of y'all might have used it to create a business. Some of y'all might have woke up and said, yo, it's time for me to do something differently, to organize my life differently, because I don't know what's going on in this country and restructuring don't happen overnight. That's why when you get a president in office and he only does four years, it's very hard for him to change something because everybody still has a fear of what they might do or what we gonna go through. It could be drastic as Donald Trump coming in and doing however he want to, 
or it can be as drastic as now Joe Biden is coming in and he's looking to get his agenda forward too. But he has to restructure this thing and do it differently than what the last guy did it before him if it's something different that he's hoping to see. So just because you put new people in the White House, just because you put new couch in your house, if you don't change your mind, if you don't organize it differently to live in this time, for this time, for right now, then the same old mindset that was programmed you in you is going to hold you to what your old mind used to do. I'm going to put the dog tags on to feel comfortable, to feel like a real man, E. But I'm E without the dog tags, as you can see. I ain't wearing them. They ain't jiggling right now. Again, I had to restructure my mind and get up from in front of my house, in front of the plain yellow wall and come downtown so I could organize this show differently so I can get with a team, so I can get resources to help us build this. You need somebody around you to help you build you, to help you see through the vision that you have in you to restructure your life by planning it, writing it down to what you want to go to, what you want to grow through. You're like, yeah, I ain't got nothing for you. <laughs> that's all I'm going to do is nod today. But again, that's how you have to restructure. And in this day and time, the country is doing the same thing. Some of us are losing our mind because you've seen them storing the capital on January the 6th. Now you ain't heard about nothing. Not yet, at least. We'll see what happens after this. Will the country go back to where it used to be with the old political ways? Or will we actually see and hear a new day? Will the country be restructured in a better way? Or is it going to be the same thing? For you, it might be. But guess what? It's all based off of what we say. So it doesn't matter who's in the White House today. Who's in your house? Who's in your mind? What thoughts are living in your mind? What Again, what are you doing with this time to move forward? <laughs> Week number four. Every time we come through the door, whether I'm late or on time, Murphy's Law seems to show up right on time you think you all set to go you got your new beat you ready to flow and that old mindset just won't let go but if you look at obstacles in life not as opportunities you won't grow in life and you'll be stuck in life and you won't be able to restructure your life right wife right because it's like i said earlier you can't control everything that happens so well you can't control everything that or as Dr. Uh, Charles, no. Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. Charles S. Swindle. So she just said it. You cannot control everything that happens to you, but you can control everything that you do. Whether you spiritual or not, I am too. Not religious, but spiritual, and I believe God. You might call him the universe, whatever you call him for you. But I was told that I could do anything that I wanted to do. But I have to restructure my mind for what the other people said, too, because somebody told them what they could or could not do. And then it's a vicious cycle that we all go through. So I decided to restructure my mind by taking the time to break down my mind and then organize my life differently. So y'all get to see this version of me, not the crazy E. Still a little bit crazy, but just a little bit more positivity, you know? So, 
That's that's what it really boils down to me. What are you going to do with the time that you have? How are you going to organize your life differently so you can do something differently? For the last 21 days, we've been getting up at 4 a.m., getting into prayer and things like that and just talking and what we want to do, where we want to go, how we want to do it. These are things that we didn't do before. You attempt to take your old lifestyle into your new life and figure how in the hell did I lose my wife? How did I lose my husband? Why are my kids tripping on me? Because you did it the same way that your broken family did, see? <laughs> look, at, look at your history. It's all around we. Because somebody was afraid to do something to organize a little bit differently. Because here's the thing. When you organize differently for you, somebody's going to tell you you're not capable of doing what you're attempting to do. Because they've never restructured or organized to see their way through. And now they're holding you. And you have to push you from being stuck where they at. You have, to, you have to redeem yourself from your old ways. To redeem is to do something that'll compensate you. And I ain't talking about financially, that'll pay off for you. It's paying off for us. It's paying off for me to come downtown and do this at Paradox Studios, G. I said every week, Paradox Studios, East 5th Street, Austin, Texas. Paradox Studios, East 5th Street, Austin, Texas. Do something differently. Start to change your mind and redeem something from your past that you was going through that's going to compensate you. This might not be compensating us. This might not compensate you financially, but it's going to compensate you spiritually, emotionally, and so many other leads that I can't think about right now. <laughs> but in all seriousness, it's something that you have to do to redeem yourself. You have to look at your old version of you and say, okay, how can I benefit from this? What is the purpose for the pain that I went through? What is the purpose for the pain that I went through? See, I may not believe that I'm helping you. You may not believe that I'm helping you. But there is somebody out there that these words are truly speaking to. Because they need restructuring their life, too, because of the things that they went through. And I'm just here to tell you, if you just organize your life differently, if you start to find a way to, new comp a way to compensate yourself that's not just financially, maybe it's affirmations that you say to yourself. Maybe that builds you up to help you see your greatest internal wealth. Maybe it's goals that you set for yourself. Maybe those goals help you take that vision that you had that you put up on the shelf when you was just a kid and it brings it back to your mind and you start doing things. And before you know it, guess what? Three years just flew by and I'm doing this and it feel like I ain't been doing this no time. But I decided to restructure my mind. I decided to redeem myself to get some type of compensation for the pain that I went through to use that pain to show me my greatest wealth. Yeah. It's a purpose for your pain. <laughs> it is a purpose for your pain. But you have to understand that pain is not meant to break you. It is meant to build you. But you have to be willing to go through. You have to be willing to go through this process as we talked about. You go from a basic mindset planning to things that you battled and not understanding why. Then you go to rebuilding you and what you're supposed to do. Now you got to move you forward. I have to keep coming down here. You had to keep going to maybe a divorce court class because you needed to move forward. Yeah. A divorce care, not divorce court, but you got to go there too if you get divorced. Oh, yeah, you better believe it. 
and maybe you need to divorce yourself from your past. Maybe your divorce court is in your closet, your prayer closet. Maybe your divorce court is in your bathroom. Maybe your divorce court is in your bedroom. Some people divorce court is in the bar too. Mm-hmm. Whatever you have to see your way to get through, but you have to divorce yourself from that old version of you and see a new version of you and know that that old version of you was okay too because that's just who you were at that time. But now that you understand that, this is my mind, I control my thoughts, then I don't have to do everything that I was taught. Uh, And I'll make it even closer. Everybody's seen Black Panther. I won't say everybody. A number of people seen Black Panther. Whether you're in the comic book movies or not, you've seen Black Panther. And there was a part in the movie where T'Challa, when he was... uh, killed or however you want to look at it when he uh went to see the ancestors i believe it was the second time after killmonger had knocked him off and he was you know everybody thought he was dead he threw him over the top and he went back to and he seen his father and his father was telling him all right son you hear what your ancestors come on home and he started asking his father well what happened why did y'all leave that young man behind like that why did y'all do that y'all had everybody thinking that he was just some outcast but the father was saying hey leave it alone let it be the way it was is not for you to change and he said no man if i do that i'm no different than you I have to restructure this thing. I have to organize these things differently so I can see the greater ver- version of not just me, but us. What, what do you trust? Do you trust the feeling and the spirit that you have inside of you? Or do you trust what they told you to do? Do you trust? You're looking at me like I don't know who I trust. <laughs> do you trust the feeling that you had inside of you? Or do you trust what they told you to do? And most of us might trust what they told us to do because we haven't taken the time to take ownership of our mind and start to restructure and reorganize our time to do things differently so we can be compensated, not just financially, by redeeming the old things that affected we, that affected us. What are you going to do with the time to restructure your mind? That's a real question. You might want to write that down. What am I going to do with my time to restructure my mind? How am I going to use the pain from my past to redeem my future and compensate me with something differently? I was just thinking. <laughs> what you was thinking? How do I know I, I need to restructure? What if I feel like I'm okay with my systems and what I have going on? You know what? If you feel like you're okay with your systems and what you have going on, maybe this message isn't for you. Maybe this message is to speak to the people who really want to change their mindset too. And I'll tell you what that looks like if you need to feel like, if you don't know um, whether you need to change your mindset yet, but if you continue to ask yourself, why me? Why did this happen to me? How did this happen to me? What am I supposed to do? Or I just don't like where I'm at. Then maybe you need to listen to this too. Maybe that's something that's telling you, you need to restructure your mind. I had a normal job like most people did, but then I realized with a normal job, I may not get ahead. They say job is just over broke. So I knew in order for me to do, to, to, to live the life that I want to live, it was something else that I needed to give. I had to give more time to me to find E. I had to restructure my life to say, okay, I can do this entrepreneur freely. I had to think back to a time when America was the land of the free and the home of the brave and the entrepreneurial was the way. Before they had the factories and you went and punched the clock from nine to five every day. 
I had to see it a different way. I had to see how the, the ancestors seen or the people that built this country, if you know what I mean. And I ain't talking about it from a racial thing. The people that came over and wanted to build this country, they wanted to break away from, from England in the way that they did things. They wanted to restructure America for what they seen. Remember last time, believe it, then see it. They believed themselves to be free. So it was a number of people who seen something differently for their mind. Mm -hmm. Then they started to redeem. They started to take back the old things from England and they started to get compensated for the things that happened to them at the old time. That was a part of a process of moving forward their mind. Because if they never would have did that, ain't no telling where we would be at. So I think it's on the individual to know what they need to do if they need to do anything to get a better version of you. See, I can say it and I can talk all day. I can tell you this till I'm blue in the face. But if you don't believe it for you, it ain't nothing you're going to do. If you don't believe it for you, there's nothing you're going to do. Our parents told us to go to school, get a college degree, get a good education, and be set up for life. But if you didn't believe that for you, it was something else that you had to do. Maybe you went to a trade school. Maybe you went to the military. It was something you had to do to change your mind and live life on your time, not daytime. So that's what you do. You spend some time by yourself, and you ask yourself, Am I truly happy? Am I living in excellence? Is this all I want for my life? Is this all I'm called to have in life? And if it's not, how do I get it right? I tell you what you do. You battle and break down and move forward your mindset too. And then you'll realize that the obstacles are just opportunities for you to grow through. Yeah. Think about what you grow through when I, when I divorced you. And I'm just talking about it because it's a mindset. Some people think a divorce is the worst thing in the world. Some people think it's the marriage is the worst thing in the world. Some people think a new job is horrible. Some people think going to school is horrible. But why do you think that? Because your mind is getting ready to be tested in a new way. And based on what you say, it'll be whether you successful or not in that day. Based on what you say, think about the times you might have woke up feeling like, I ain't feeling this job today. I don't want to hear what the boss has to say. I ain't going in there and I ain't dealing with this today. But before you got to work, it was something that you had to do to organize your mind. Maybe you did it a different way. You got there a little bit early. You was not late. You was on time. It was something that you had to do to organize your mind, uh, to, to restructure and redeem and see your way through. Can you think about something that you had to do to continue moving you forward for you to get to this place to be free to get into another relationship with after everything you had been through? Can I think of something that I had to do? Something that you had to do, something that helped you continue to move forward for you. You ain't have to do nothing. Now I don't. I won't say I have, didn't have to do anything. I guess I'm processing the question itself. Can I think of something I had to do? Or tell me something mm -hmm. that you had to do that helped you move forward after you begin to restructure and redeem the old things that happened to you. What aside did you do? My, my process aside from my schedule. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you had to get new resources. Definitely. Um, reading books. Okay. I read a lot. I journaled. Okay. I meditated. Like you said earlier, meditation is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It just depends on the individual. Some people like to work out. It just depends on on you, what your mm -hmm. end game is, what your goals are. Um, for me, mine at first was just to get function in my day to day. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're rebuilding or restructuring and it's not just you, you're concerned about, you also have children who you have to navigate through mm -hmm. a divorce and, and you want everyone to come out on the other side, healthy and whole, and we're all functioning again. Um, the restructuring is not just about me. Mm -hmm. It's also a restructuring for my children. Do they have the resources that they need? Are, is, do they have a safe space to talk about um, what they feel about mm -hmm. it and what's going on in, in their mind and how they're functioning in school? And, it, you know, it's a lot that goes into it. So there's no what there's no right or wrong answer for what you have to do for you to move you forward. No. You asked earlier, how do you know? You know when you know. You know because there's something that that doesn't feel right for you, doesn't flow right for you. You know that it's something greater that you call to. You know you have to buck up against the system. You know that the things that happened to you was was not meant to break you, but it was meant to build you. Or maybe you don't know that, and I'm here to tell you. The things that happened to you wasn't meant to break you. It was meant to build you. An obstacle is only an opportunity for you to learn you. But even on that obstacle, you got to be willing to go through. Thinking about it in the military, we hit the obstacle course. And as a young man, 20-something years old, I'm thinking I can just do this with brute strength. I can just do this with physical force. I can just run through these obstacles at breakneck, topneck speed. And... and Nobody can tell me I couldn't, but then when you get to those obstacles and you realize you cannot do this the way you thought, you cannot do this on your own. And I don't like to say can't, but the harsh reality of it was I could not do it on my own or with the mindset that I had going into it. So I had to stop look at that obstacle, process that obstacle, and figure out, okay, how do I do this? And that was one of the things that the drill sergeants was beating into our head, that you can't do this unless you have a team to help you through this, which means going back to your resources. Who's on your team to help you get to the greatest version of you that you see for you, if you know what I mean? Because when you see a better version of you, trust and believe me, somebody else see it too. It's like working out. You're not the first one to see it. Somebody else sees it before you. Because we are our own worst critic in what we're going through and what we say we want to do. That's true. So you have to have the, the resources around you to overcome those obstacles that surround you because it's obstacles in life every day. The inauguration was just yesterday. Somebody had an obstacle that's still standing in their way. Some people still stuck that Trump ain't president today. Whether you like it or not, he's not in the house anymore. Whether you like it or not, and that's an obstacle for you because you stuck based on the mindset that you glued to. Because you won't redeem you, you won't restructure you, you won't put resources around you to help you get through. Because it's all on you. It's about what you say and what you are going to do. I do what I do to help other people get through. I just use my stories to tell you about me and the, God, and the conversation that me and God have freely. Because it was a time where I listened to everything everybody had to say too. And if I listened to what they had to say, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. But I was able to take the time, 
restructure my mind by organizing my life differently by redeeming the, the pain and the hurt that came that was given to me again life is 10 percent uh, what happens 90 percent how you react i said it zero to seven the minds are programmed so in the Basically, the first 10% of your life, depending on your age, the first 1% of your life, are you going to continue to live the 90% of your life based on a program that was given to you in the first half of your life, in the first quarter of your life? Or are you going to take the tools and the things that you learned throughout life to reprogram life? For you, you could do it. You just got to believe in you. Or as I like to say, you got a PSP. You got to promote, sell, push you. You got to uplift yourself. You got to believe in yourself. You got to be your own cheerleader to get the greatest version of yourself. That's what you have to do. It's not about what I say to you. It's about what you say to you. It's about what you think you can do. I'm just giving you tools to put in your tool bag to help you through. Because if you got tools in your tool bag and you don't know how to use them, car's still going to be broken too. Yes, indeed it is. I'm learning how to deal with silence, y'all. That means I must be talking better than somebody listening, okay? <laughs> that must be talking better than somebody listening. But in all seriousness, going back to, you know, what I went through with the obstacles in basic training and understanding that I, had, I didn't have to do this by myself. It's other people that fought with things that they had sitting up on the shelf too, fought with dreams that they had, visions that they seen. They just needed somebody else to connect with them to be on their team. And that's where your resources come in. They say, if you're the smartest person in your group, you need to get a new group. What, what are you learning? When you want to earn more, you get around people who's earning. You don't stay in the same neighborhood and think you're going to grow from that. You don't stay in the, in the same environment and think you're going to grow from that. How do you do that? How do you do that? If you don't change your surroundings or you don't change the things that you surround your mind with, you won't change. Life going to look the same as it looked from zero to seven. Think about it. Most people that you went to high school with, that you graduated high school with, you don't talk to probably 90% of them. But 90% of them are probably doing the same things that they used to do when you was in high school too. Why? Because they surrounded themselves with the same crew. But you're not realizing that this is all on you. You got one life to live. You got one life to live. Every obstacle is an opportunity for you to see a better version of you, for you to move forward. But that's okay. We down here at Paradox Studios today. Why? Because I decided to move forward in a positive way. I stopped listening to what they had to say. I stopped listening to the old EJ. I stopped listening to my mindset. Not that it was all bad. But a lot of the things that happened in my past life was really kind of sad. Mm -hmm. A lot of the things that probably happened in your past life was really kind of sad. That's why you're looking to get to a better version of you. That's why you're looking to grow you. So if it was kind of sad and it's keeping you from being the best version of you, why are you still holding on to that too? You ain't holding on to an old car when it don't work no more. You ready to trade that thing in, get something else. So you put your foot on the gas pedal, push it all the way through the floor and go. That's what life is. You got to move forward. You got to tell yourself, this is my mind. I control my thoughts. 
My greatest wealth lies within myself. And when you start to seek out your greatest wealth, it'll connect you to somebody else. If I didn't believe in this, I wouldn't be sitting down here doing this. I wouldn't have been able to connect with Cam and Julian and the people at Paradox Studios. I wouldn't have connected with my barber and speaking freely to believe in me. And then they seen what I seen and they believed in me too. And they was able to attach on like, yo, we can do this. We believe in you. It's people that believe in you, but they got to see you. You believe in you too. Yeah. It's like in the real estate investing game. They say you can go to hard money lenders and they'll give you enough money that you can't really change your name, but the money ain't for you. It's for the property, see? And they don't care about your credit, G. They care about the potential that they see in the property. But if you ain't got no skin in the game, if you ain't got no money in the game, if you ain't got no blood, sweat, and equity and tears into the game, then you might as well not even ask their name. You might not even ask for their help. Because if you're not going to help yourself, how am I going to help you and give you my wealth? Don't cast your pearls among swine. Don't do it to yourself. Don't be the reason that yourself is still seeing the old version of yourself. Don't be the reason that yourself is still seeing the old version of yourself. All because you are afraid to do something as simple as reorganize, restructure, redeem, compensate yourself in a different way that's not just financially and get some resources around you that's going to believe in you that you believe in too and help see you through. Then you can just walk it out because that's what you're supposed to do. Every day you should be wanting to become a better version of you. Every day you should want to grow you. Every day you should want to show you that I'm capable of doing anything that I put my mind to. Regardless to what they say, regardless to what they do, this is something that we all have to see our way through. Because redeeming our mind, it, it, it only happens in a certain time frame. And that time frame is when you start working towards the things that you want to do to get to you. I talked about it from basic training, the things that I was working on that I had to do, realizing I couldn't just do it for me. I had to do it with we. And then those people seen me too, and they came along and they would help you along. But I had to see it first. You have to see it first. Then you got to begin to rehearse. You got to start doing it over again by what? Restructuring, doing it a little differently. You got to rehearse getting up at 6.30 instead of 7. You got to rehearse doing five push-ups and, and not thinking about the 50. You got to rehearse talking sweet to your wife. You got to rehearse talking sweet to your life. You got to rehearse building a better version of you. You got to rehearse seeing you other than other people see you. My daughter the other day, Zaria, she's 11 and she was doing some homework, right? And uh, I asked her, well, what did you learn today? And she said, I didn't learn anything. I said, what? That's, what did you learn when you were studying? She said, I don't know what was I supposed to learn. I was studying. I said, well, what did you study? I don't know how to study. I said, okay, what's nine times nine? And she just looked at me. I said, what's nine times nine? And she just looked at me. I said, what's your name? She said, Zaria. I said, how do you spell it? She said, Z-A-R-E-A. -E I said, what's nine times nine? She looked at me. 
I said, spell your name. She said, Z-A-R-E-A. I said, what's nine times nine? She just looked at me. I said, nine times nine is 81. How do you spell your name? Z-A-R-E-A. What's nine times nine? 81. How do you spell your name? Z-A-R-E-A. What's nine times nine? 81. This went on for about a minute or two, and she's looking at me puzzled. So I said, how do you spell your name? Z-A-R-E-A. Where do we live at? She gave the address. I said, what's nine times nine? She said, 81. I said, you see what just happened? She said, what? I said, we study. Do it over and over again. Study. Restructure. Do something a little differently. Organize yourself. Reorganize. So just by somebody saying, yo, E, ah, man, those words that you said, they was powerful, man. Thank you for, for giving me that information. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know this. But if I keep going back to saying, man, I don't think I can do this. Are they getting what I'm saying? Do they understand me? Am I making sense? I'm just going to see me as whole old uh, high school dropout E. I'm not going to see me as sitting here speaking on a podcast freely. I'm not going to see that because I'm studying the things of my past. But if you study the new things, then guess what? The past just don't last. <laughs> if you study the new things and not the things of your past, the past just don't last. How many people study in 2020? How many? Not too many people looking back at 2020. Not too many people. We couldn't wait for the clock to strike 12 to get into 2021 and think, well, here we go. All is well. Yeah. For the year to shift, for the time to change. But if you haven't changed the time in your mind, then your life ain't going to change. It's going to remain the same. So study not who you are, but study who you want to become. And as you study who you want to become, you will become what you see all because you study. Again, what's nine times nine? What's nine times nine? How do you spell your name? Do it over, over and over and over again, just a little bit differently. When I was gone, you had to do things a little bit differently. I got to get up a little bit earlier to get the kids out the house. I got to get a little bit up, got to get up earlier to get my cell phone time. You have to get up a little bit earlier to find the best version of you. You got to stay up a little bit later to find your way through. Study yourself to know yourself. They say the greatest discipline is self-discipline. If you can't discipline yourself, how are you going to discipline somebody else? If you cannot discipline yourself, how are you going to discipline someone else? You got to discipline yourself if you want to get to your greatest eternal wealth. I don't know what that looked like for you, but I know who do. You do. You look at you. At least you should look at you. Don't just look in the mirror to see how fly your outfit is. Close your eyes, blink twice, then open your eyes or see yourself through closed eyelids. Sometimes I stare in the mirror with my eyes closed. I know it sounds crazy. How you staring with your eyes closed? Because I'm believing in me and I'm visualizing a better version of E. I'm visualizing one day that people going to see me on TV. Might not seem like TV to you, but if I connect my HDMI cable and I turn on YouTube, that's on TV too. Huh. Study yourself to be approved to what you are going to be, not what you used to be. Restructure your life just by organizing things in your life a little bit differently. 
redeem your life by compensating your life and from the old things and allow yourself to live freely. Move forward in your mindset by getting the resources that will help build thee. I have resources now. I'm downtown. I'm talking to Cam and I just met somebody new. I don't remember his name. I don't want to mess. Corey. I just met somebody new who went downstairs, moved the blue light, and that changed the whole ambiance too. Resources. Resources. Where are your resources? We talked about it last week. Are you just taking advice from people haven't, who haven't done anything? Or are you taking counsel from people who went through the hard times and overcame the hard times by studying their mind, if you know what I mean? Dr. Bruce Lipton said it. Our subconscious mind is programmed at a certain time. It's usually between the ages of zero to seven. And a lot of us carry that and live out that life in our subconscious mind until we get to heaven. Or maybe hell. Depends on what your life is, your mindset, where you think you're going to dwell. Maybe it's reincarnation for you. Maybe you're going to be a tree too. I don't know. But if you don't study and see yourself approved to get through, you're going to see the same version of you. Make sense, boo? Yeah, makes a lot of sense. How? Talk about it's it for a while. Like, how can you expect things to change in your life if you don't change anything? Ooh, I heard wise man say earlier today. Okay, what did he say? <laughs> Am I that wise man? Because now I don't want to know what other man you talking about. Yes, it was on your TikTok nah. to be exact. You talked about insanity versus consistency. Hmm. And a lot of times we we wonder why our life isn't changing. We're doing the same things over and over, which we can consider insanity. Mm-hmm. But you know if what they we say. Structure some things, and we're more consistent because we have a schedule now. Then we can get to the best versions of us. Hey, they say insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. That's just insane. Why do you keep doing that? Why do you keep doing this? But then they say, if you want to be successful in life, you have to be consistent. Well, what does it look like to be consistent? E, what does it look like, Mr. Penn? Well, from what I was told, it's doing the same thing over and over again, G. But ain't that the same as insanity? Yeah, it is. But the difference is insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, producing negative results. Consistency is doing the same thing over and over again, producing positive results. I've been speaking now for about three years. We've been doing expression sessions for about a year and a half, two years. Every year, we consistently do expression sessions, but it'd have been insane for me to be sitting in the same spot, no new lighting, no new, no new equipment, no new anything, expecting for this show to grow, expecting for people to know, expecting for people to hear the words that we say, feeling this flow. That would be insane to think somebody's supposed to listen to me. But when, when people see you doing this consistently and they see people around you and they attach to what you do, they see the consistency. <laughs> so are you getting positive or negative results for thee? And if you get negative results, I'm going to say, my friend, that's insanity. But if you keep doing it and you keep better at getting better at it and you keep growing at it, that's consistency. See, consistency should produce positive results for you. That's when you really start to see yourself through. If you start to speak positive things to yourself consistently, you start to see a better version of thee. You start to see a better version of you. But if you keep crying and complaining and talking to everybody about what you've been through, that's insanity. 
because you just seeing the negative things that affect the E. I can share my life story with you and give you two versions of me. And then you get to decide on which one you want to hold on to. They all going to be true. But it all depends on what I want to share with you. You wouldn't be listening to me if I just want to sit here and talk about how I did all the negative things wrong in my life and what was going on in my life. You'd be like, oh, you just crying on your soapbox about your life. But if I'm telling you about the negative things that happened in my life that I done in my life, how I sat down and broke down my life to get my mind right and how I'm doing this consistently, you'll be like, dang, maybe he can help me too, see? I'm just saying. Insanity versus consistency. Are you getting positive or negative results? Are you moving forward? Are you moving backwards? Or are you stagnant? Are you staying still? Have you not progressed? Every day you should be looking to be a better version of you. I'm grateful to have a wonderful home that I live in. I'm grateful to have two vehicles that I can drive that's dependable for me. I'm grateful to have clothes to put on my back, but I'm not satisfied, G. This ain't enough for me. I'm looking for the day where I'm sitting with Paradox Studios and Cam and Julian and maybe Corey too and Blake, see? Well, we somewhere in Maui doing expression sessions and people are paying us and we got the trip for free. Why do I want to stop being the best version of me? That's just crazy. So what are you going to do to see you through? What are you going to do to move you forward? Are you ready to battle the things that was basically programmed in your mind so you can rebuild the better version of you and move your way through? We had some battles in 2020, y'all. We had some battles from 2016 to 2020, if you want to look at that when the president changed. But guess what? You're going to have some battles, too, if you, don't, if you decide to remain the same for the next four years. The president name going to change all the time. But it's all about what changes and what you put in your mind. Or as some people like to have a New Year's uh, resolution. resolution food. From what I understand, you got to eat the black eyed peas for something. You got to eat the greens for prosperity. And you have to eat such and such. And it's like, that's cool if it's working. But if you've been eating this same meal for 20 years and you in the same position, I'm going to say that's probably not working for you. <laughs> It's insanity. That's definitely insanity. And it's not the food because the food didn't change. It's that your mind remained the same. The food didn't change. Your mind remained the same. Or as T.D. Jake said, you could put a man in a new car, but if you put him in a new car with the same mindset, you're going to have the same man. You're going to have the same man. You're going to go into a relationship with the same plan and you're going to come out saying it's her fault, man. It's his fault, man. You're the common denominator in your own life. Sit down with yourself. Talk to yourself. Get it right. And talk to yourself about how you're going to live a better version of yourself. All by battling the things that were spoken over yourself. Take your vision. Take your God, not my God, your God, your spirituality. Take it up off the shelf and believe a better version of you so you can get to your eternal wealth. But it's because it's all about breaking down yourself. Okay, I got it. Trust me, I'm checking it out. My wife was letting me know to keep me on time because she know I be talking outside of my mind. You look up, it be 7.30, but I learned to just keep watching the clock. And I always tell myself, maybe I'm going to get done early. Nope. The spirit just moved me. He got something he want me to say, so I'm going to say it freely because somebody this is helping today, and they're going to see. I talk fast, but if you listen slow, you'll understand. I talk fast, 
But if you listen slow, you'll understand. And luckily for us, we live in a time where you could go back and rewind. You can rewind the video. You can't rewind time, but you can reprogram your mind based on looking back in a little small time in your past, knowing that I came through this, that did not last. A lot of people won't even notice about me unless I said over and over again, you might not catch it, see? I've been to Iraq twice. I done been to many firefights. I done been blown up. I've been flipped over. But I still walk around with a smile on my face and not the weight of the world on my shoulders. Why? Because that part of my life don't define me today. Today defines me and today, depending on what I say, will help me for my tomorrow. We plant seeds in our life every day. Plant the seeds in your life that's going to help you grow in some way. And I'm gonna close and I'm gonna leave with this. When you think about insanity versus consistency, positive results and negative results and the resources that's built around you, I was listening to YouTube one time and Joel Osteen came across my mind and he talked about redwood trees in California. And um, I'm not for sure the national forest it is. I, I don't know. But he talked about how redwood trees go grow over 100 feet tall and more. But the thing that's so unique about the redwood trees and why they don't blow over so easily because the roots only go down about a foot, see? But the roots from all these trees are connected and intertwined together to build each other up to hold you up strongly. Why? Because the resources, they believe in not just I, but they believe in we. We stronger as a team, you see. But it all starts by you setting yourself free and tapping into your mind and deciding to live life during this time, not during the time where you are planted and you are planted in the negative environment, G. So be like the redwood trees. Get with like-minded individuals who want to break down the basic battle plan that was given to them in their life to rebuild their life to move forward in life so you can go tall, strong, and stay upright all throughout the day and out the night. And I guarantee if you start to sit down with yourself and ask how can I get to the greatest version of my internal wealth, you'll get it right. It ain't gonna be easy. It ain't gonna happen overnight. But all you gotta do is restructure it by adjusting your time just a little bit. Don't go cold turkey because most people go cold turkey and then they turn right around and quit. Now that's another stain stuck on your brain. And you looking at yourself and, and you just maintain the same old life in the same old lane. Running like a hamster on a gerbil wheel. Going insane. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. Expecting different results because your results keep being negative. But if you get consistent in your life. You get back with your wife if you choose to. You get right with your kids if you choose to. You get a better version of you if you choose to. But this is what you got to do. You got to promote you. You got to sell you to you. You got to push you to be the best version of you. So I need you to uplift yourself. I need you to be your own cheerleader. I need you to believe in yourself and I need you to push yourself until you feel like I've reached my state of excellence and got my greatest wealth. That's all I got to say for myself because I took my vision up off the shelf. That's it. That's my time. Wife, you got something to say to lead the people? You got something on your mind?
No, that's it today. You skated out of here quiet this way. Well, I hope this motivation and inspiration was something for your situation to free and relax your mind as if you are on a vacation. Vacation, mind transformation. Now is the time to start digging in your mind and battle your way through to the best version of you. I'm out. We'll see y'all next time. Peace.